Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to our second podcast recording. My name is Mary Sue, but you guys can call me Mayor. And my name is Monica, but you guys can call me Moni. Moni, have you had a stress week? I This week yes. has been so exhausting. <laughs> oh my gosh. And first, I would like to start off by apologizing because I know you guys have been waiting for so long for our next podcast recording to come out. We've been so busy and trying to look for a time to record, just like stand still and record. It's been it's been a little hard, but you know, we'll, we're trying, we're learning. Okay. Yes. And definitely just, trying. just bear with us. Okay. Um, <laughs> so for this topic, it's called patience in the waiting. And I find this topic very meaningful to me, um, especially throughout my lifetime living on this earth for 18 years. Um, so for our overview and purpose for this podcast um, is many of us, including me, uh, we are excited, but at the same time, we're nervous and sometimes worried about the future. It is completely fine to feel that way, but we sometimes forget that God is in control, right? Which means that he's in control of our future. So Moni, could you care to elaborate more about our overview and purpose? Yeah, sure. So knowing that God is in control and that he's in control of all of our futures, we also have to know that we have free will, but even though we have free will, his plan still accounts for that, which is why he has no plan B for our future. So God is always operating um, in plan A. And that just, it makes me feel really safe and secure knowing that he has Mm -hmm. total sovereignty over our lives, um, over the future, over everything. um, And that he's always working in his first plan. So that makes me feel very safe in his hands. Yes, beautiful explanation. I, you literally, that was awesome. I loved it. Um, And for the Bible verse for this topic is from Psalms 46, 10. And it goes like this. So be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. So Moni, why not explain this this Bible verse too? Yeah. So I'm just going to keep it short and simple, but basically God is sovereign no matter what is going on in the earth and our personal lives. And just doesn't matter. God is always in control. Mm-hmm. And for the specific topic, patience in the waiting, we are going to have multiple Bible verses. And throughout every Bible verse, we, we will try our best to break it down and find a d- deeper meaning to it. And this might happen for every topic, but we're not really sure. So at this moment for the topic, patience in the waiting, we're just going to break down the Bible verses and find a deeper meaning along with describing an experience that goes with that specific verse. Okay, so uh, we're also going to make sure that it's from our own interpretation, and we're just going to discuss it very openly. So please remember that we are all learning, uh, me and Mayor, we're learning with you guys. So when it comes to learning about God and the Bible and how we're supposed to apply it to our lives, so much more to learn, and we're learning every day with you guys. Yes, I am, I am no expert, literally learning with you guys every single day. Um, so yeah, let's, let's go ahead and get started. So for our verse, first verse, um, it is from 1 John chapter 4, verse 7 through 8. And it says, everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. So this is basically talking about um, re- our relationship with people and with um, with our significant other, if we have a significant other, or we'll have a significant other in the future, or we'll have 
relationships in the future, you know? Um, so basically all of this is saying is that we have to develop, we have to further develop our character. So before loving others, we have to learn how to love God first, right? And then Moni, you had a beautiful explanation that could you please use that explanation? So beautiful. <laughs> okay, yeah. So basically when it says um, whoever does not know God, they don't know love because God is love. If we're claiming to love someone, but we don't love God or we don't have a relationship with God, that is a very false sense of love and is nothing close to the love that we have with God. Um, God loves each and every one of us, um, whether you're Christian or whether you're not, whether you're atheist, whatever you are, whatever you've done, God's love is unconditional um, and it's never changing. So it never increases or decreases because it's completely constant. And that that is the real love. That is the, the highest of highest loves. And if we don't know God, then we cannot never possibly love in that way. Mm -hmm, yes. And basically, if we, if we know his love, this will also allow us to learn how to love other people in the way, you know, love was meant to be, right? And um, a relationship between God and us first needs to be developed. It takes time. It's not going to happen overnight. It definitely does take time, right? And an example could be by reading the Bible and knowing his word and living by it, right? Taking maybe like 10 minutes of your day or, or more, up to you guys, you know? Um, reading the Bible, listening to worship music. Worship music has been a blast recently. Love listening to worship music. Definitely recommend it. Mm -hmm. Literally, you know, gets my hopes up, you know, like literally wants me to mm -hmm. dance, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. And then also making sure you stay in the community of fellow believers that will hold you accountable and yeah. um, live life with you. It aims to please God. Um, yeah, it's definitely a process. Um, and I'm currently learning learning that. I know Mary said she is too. So oh yeah, <laughs> it's never it's never gonna stop. You're never gonna reach like the pinnacle of your faith. You know, um, we're never gonna be perfect. We're always trying to reflect more of Jesus in our hearts, but we're never gonna fully reflect His heart. Um, on earth as, as humans. So it's always a process. Um, so the next verse that we're going to talk about is, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Matthew 6, verse 33. And thank you, Moni. And yeah. this Bible verse kind of goes with our short little, brief little mention about how we want a relationship, you know, but sometimes we need to wait for just a little bit. And this is where the list comes in, you know, the list of how we want our dream guy to be, right? So I don't know about you, Moni, but for example, when it comes to the list, right? I want respect. Respect is like the number one thing. Like it's up to here. You can't oh, yes. see me. Well, I guess you can see me right now, but like yeah. <laughs> the listeners, like my hand is up to the roof. Like that's the top thing that's really important to me. Respect, mm -hmm. seriously, respect, right? Um. But yes, good things take time. It will be worth it, right? And sometimes, um, and I'm going back to relationship. You need to build your relationship with God first. Learn how to love, you know, because knowing God will teach you how to love. Will, will yes. Literally, yeah, will teach you how to love other people, right? And yes. this will prepare you for the relationship that you are meant to be with, with a significant other or with a friend, you know, in the future, yeah. right? In, in the present and for the future, right? And definitely take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart 
commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will do this. He will make you, he will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication, like the, like the noonday sun. And this is from Psalms 37, um, verse four through six. And Lonnie, once again, with your amazing explanations, please explain this Bible verse. (laughs) So I really love this verse so much. Um, It gives me a lot of comfort, but also I feel like it's definitely taken out of context and misunderstood or misused by Christians and non-Christians alike. Um, So when it says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. um, Normally what I've seen in the Christian community at least, is that we like to emphasize the desires of our hearts, but not the take delight in the Lord part. And that's the biggest part of the verse. So when it says take delight in the Lord, that means that what pleases God's heart also pleases your own heart. And what hurts God's heart also hurts your own heart. So you're trying to reflect Jesus's heart more. And because of that, your delights equate to his delights as well. So when you commit your way to the Lord and you trust in him, then you're surrendering your own free will or not your free will, but your own fleshly desires of your will. And you're allowing his will to direct you and to lead you. And because you love Jesus, you want to follow his commands for the rest of your life. And because of that, then you will get the desires of your heart. Yes. And I loved it. Loved it, Monty. And basically (laughs) the, the desires that you want, you know, is something that he wants for you, I guess. Um, I'm not really sure how to explain this, but he will put something good in your heart. He will never put anything bad in your heart. Does that, does that, does that make sense? Um, yeah, I feel like another way to explain it is like when you have, like what I was saying earlier, like when the things that please God also pleases your own self. So that means that the desires of your heart will also please God, like the desires of your heart will relate to the desires of God's heart because you're in alignment with his will. So when you're in alignment with his will, your heart is also in alignment with his heart. Yes. And once again, love, you know, will come when it's just the right time. When it's the right time, there's no need to rush it. No need to rush it. Um, So a verse that goes with that, um, what you just said, Mary, is daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you, do not arouse or awaken love until it says desires. And this is from Song of Songs 8, uh, verse 4. And this basically, um, this is like a love poem between King Solomon, well, people think is King Solomon, and then a woman. And they're in love with each other, and they're about to get married. Um, But the woman, she's telling the daughters of Jerusalem, she's giving them advice and she's telling them to not arouse or awaken love until it's their desires. And what that means is do not put yourself in a place um, to to be tempted by by love and then also to get into a relationship when you're not ready for it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like that's really applicable for a lot of us today. Like a lot of us love hopping on dating apps and nothing wrong with dating apps, not saying that, but we just sometimes jump into relationships and it's a little bit too much for us to handle because we don't have a relationship with God yet. That's our foundation. So I think that verse is really good. And then something else that also goes with that is this verse here and it's above all else guard your heart for everything you do flows from it proverbs 4 verse 23 and that's basically saying oh sorry go ahead go ahead it's okay no no go ahead go ahead go ahead finish off strong (laughs) okay so 
with that verse is basically saying that our heart um, is where our desires lie and where the things we treasure, that's, that's in our heart, you know, so we have to guard our hearts. And that also means to guard our heart by protecting ourselves from engaging in relationships that aren't healthy for us. Um, that's not mm-hmm. from God and that's not pushing us closer to God. If, if you're in a relationship that doesn't draw you closer to God, then that's, that's not guarding your heart at all. And for all else, God wants us to guard our heart because he cares about our heart and he doesn't want us to be heartbroken. And it can honestly, speaking of experiences from other people like throughout the years, right? It can be hard to know when a relationship is, um, like we want to, sometimes we want to see the best in a relationship, right? We think that that relationship is meant to be, but sometimes we just have to realize that it's it's not meant to be and that's completely fine you know because there's something mm-hmm. out there that's even better for us you know something that will help us learn to love and cherish and not f- be filled with you know with agony with um yeah with, with hate you know and it's it's something that will allow us to well I'm, what I'm trying to say is love will come when it's the right time no need to rush it ladies and gentlemen <laughs> um yes but yes and I really like when you said um above all else guard your heart for everything you do flows from it because stuff and especially during our life right now in this world stuff can be t- pretty tempting not gonna lie yeah and definitely. We, we, need to, we need to learn how to protect our hearts and our and our mm-hmm. minds you know and our, our eyes our ears you know yeah and not just ours but other people's as well encourage them mm, give them yes. advice you know that's good uh, definitely thank you welcome to my TED talk you know what I mean <laughs> I love <laughs> no, it no one day one day though no, I'm just kidding but um <laughs> um definitely I think I can kind of relate this um to my childhood um in mm. regards to going to church um sometimes well definitely my mom she would wake me up every morning to say let's go to church come on yeah and I'm like you know what okay <laughs> fine mom let's go I mean you're the parent I have to go on the child, right but no mm-hmm. I've learned throughout the years that I need to go to church for myself because I desire to get to know him to surround yeah. myself with other believers as well to get to know him better and to learn more about him right mm-hmm. um and sometimes it can be really hard to look for those um to um the community of believers it can be hard to look for the right people at times you know and yeah. I, I can definitely speak from experience because um, when I was younger, my mom, my, my dad and I, my mom, my parents and I, we went to like different churches, right? And whenever, you know, there's like the, these youth groups, right? I've never mm-hmm. really felt welcome at times. And I don't really, till this day, I don't understand why I've never really felt welcome. Not saying that bad stuff happened, you know, not saying that at all, but yeah. I did find my people, you know, I did sometimes find my, find my people, but I never really felt welcome, you know, in, in the youth group. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I believe that everything happens for a reason, you know, maybe there was a reason why, and I really feel like there was a reason. And there's actually, there was a reason behind it because I had the opportunity to hang out with these amazing kids from Sunday school and just like literally learn with them about God, help them, you know, get to meet mm-hmm. them. Right. Yeah. And I would say that this, that it was a blessing in disguise. Like, yes, I did make wonderful memories, wonderful friends, but mm-hmm. I've always felt a little bit different, you know? And to this day, I, I really don't explain, don't know why, but I'm just going to keep on going because I feel like I'm just going to talk and talk all day. Um, 
but um, definitely trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways. Submit to him and he will make your path straight. This is from Proverbs chapter three, verse five through six. And um, this kind of goes in with our next Bible verse, kind of. Um, it's from mm-hmm. Matthew chapter six, verse 34. And this says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble on, of its own. Guys, I can relate to this Bible verse. Like, Same. <laughs> so um, I feel like I can relate with this on a college experience level. So mm-hmm. during college, whew, I'm a really studious person who likes to get stuff done on time. I like to do well, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. I tend to worry way too much about stuff that hasn't come up yet, right? For example, let's say I have an exam next, like, literally I have an exam not this, not next week, but like the next week, right? Mm-hmm. I'm already worried about it, you know? And mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. if we worry about stuff like this, not maybe not even a college experience, but worry about stuff that hasn't even happened yet, worried about the future, it's not going to allow us to live in the present, you know? And yeah. it can be hard at times to just think about the future constantly. It'll literally make my head hurt. Like literally it has happened a lot recently. Um, but once again, I'm going to read the Bible verse one more time. This is really important. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Yes, yes. Yes, that um, is very true. <laughs> honestly. Um, yeah, you, okay. What about you? So I can definitely relate with that, with my college experience and everything. And I'm a procrastinator, so I definitely do have a lot of worry, but I just express it in a much different way. (laughs) But um, going back to the first verse about trusting the Lord and not trusting in your own understanding, I can definitely relate that to me getting out of college. Um, So I currently, I'm a student at NC State University and for fall semester, we were able to live on campus for four weeks, though. And then because of COVID, everyone on campus got sent home, unless you were like an athlete or you had a special request to stay on there. So I got sent back home and I've been living home ever since. Um, so I thought that was like a curse. Um, I definitely did not see it as a blessing in disguise, which I certainly do now. Um, I was definitely born in like a sheltered environment, a sheltered family, um, Christian household. So I never really experienced the world for what it truly was. And so those four weeks on campus, I was able to, um, and not saying that was good, (laughs) not at all. Um, It definitely opened my eyes to everything that I was sheltered from since I was very young. And it made me feel like I was getting freedom for the first time, Um, but it was such a false sense of freedom. And I didn't realize that until about two weeks after when I got sent home. And I realized that I got everything that I thought I've always wanted, all the freedom, no rules, my own life basically, but I've never felt more empty in my entire life. And it was very depressing, honestly. And I was confused because I thought I should be the happiest girl alive. Um, so I, so yeah, I realized that I had to look somewhere else because obviously getting everything I wanted, um, it wasn't cutting it. And so then I was like, okay, let me pick up the Bible. So then while I was at home, um, after getting kicked off of state, I just got closer to God. Um, I started reading my Bible and actually applying it to my heart and reading it for understanding instead of just trying to check off a box to say I read it and really my view of God. That was yeah. a good one. Oh, <laughs> that one hits, doesn't oh, it? Yeah, it does. Oof. Yeah. 
so just shifting my view of God, um, it changed, it transformed my heart, it transformed my entire life, and it's all because of Jesus. So I used to see God as like a very distant figure and not very personal, you know, because I couldn't see him. So I was like, you know, he's there if I need him, and that's good enough for me. But um, I used to think that I had to do works and then he would love me more. And then if I did like something wrong, like I didn't, I forgot to read my Bible one day or I skipped out on church, then his love for me would already decrease. And I would have to like do more good things to get it back. And I don't know where I got that idea of God from, but the Bible, it like almost every page is like, no, that is not who God is. Like mm-hmm. his love is unconditional, it's yes. constant, mm-hmm. you know, and it's for everyone. Um, so just changing my view of God to what the Bible actually says about God, which is, you know, authoritative truth that transformed my life. And so, yeah, that's, that was a blessing in disguise. And it taught me to trust in the Lord with all my heart and to not lean on my own understanding and just submit all my ways to him. And he's definitely making my path straight right now. So, yeah. Um, okay. So now let's talk about COVID. Um, oh, yeah. After I just talked about that a little bit. So COVID has definitely impacted everyone. Um, some ways, some people harsher than others. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. definitely blessed that I don't personally know anyone um, who has died because of COVID. Um, I, distant family members, but I'm not close to them. So it hasn't impacted me in such a way that it has uh, for other people, like some of our listeners, maybe. And I give out all my love to you guys and prayers. And mm-hmm. if you're dealing with grief right now, please feel free to, to tell us so that we can pray with you guys. Because DM I us. know, yeah, DM Our DMs us are for always sure. open. Yeah, I know that's like very hard to go through. So um, my heart definitely goes out for you guys. But for me personally, how COVID has affected me, um, it has allowed me a lot of time for self-reflection and also self-awareness. And so like what I was saying earlier, I was able to like just spend time with God more and change my view of him more and just being in stillness and being in the quiet, um, not having to go out all the time, be surrounded with people that has really helped transform my relationship with God to be much deeper and personal and valuable to me. So all that to say, please stay safe, continue practicing social distancing, you know, wearing your mask. And also, as we were talking about before, um, like with love and everything, uh, it's definitely an act of love to protect the people that you care about by social distancing and wearing masks, because you're sacrificing your own comfort of, you know, wearing a mask or not wearing masks, and you're putting their needs above your own comfort. So please practice loving others in that way. Yes, and wash your hands, wear hand sanitizers, and if mm-hmm. you're sick, please maintain your distance. Um, all of this is safe, and this is just helping protect the people that you not just love and care for but other people around the world you know yeah literally um and personally covid oh let's see i don't really recall <laughs> oh my god such a long time ago literally um <laughs> i feel like covid has definitely helped me have a close relationship to god and i'm not saying that it happened overnight it's still happening i'm still getting yeah. to know him better every day and Same. sometimes i just I just want to have a talk with him, have a talk with God and say, so what's up? All this, thing is happening. <laughs> this whole thing is happening. Is there yeah. a reason behind it or something? But I really do feel like there's a reason. Um, but mm-hmm. once again, 
um, they're not just us, but there are a lot of people literally on TikTok. I scroll up and down and then I see all these amazing people having a close relationship to God. And it just makes me like, wow, like this is so amazing. I'm so happy for them, you know? And then other people, you know, just same thing, you know? Yeah, and, definitely. Um, I'm just going to end it. I know, so sad. It's okay, you guys. <laughs> you guys will hear more about us um, later on. Don't worry about it. So I'm going to end it with this amazing um, Bible verse from Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. And it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. So just think about that, reflect, let it sink in your brain. And then, yeah, that's pretty much it. And our next topic will be about relationships, specifically dating. Ooh, I know, it's getting too spicy, but ooh. <laughs> <laughs> this is inspired by a book called Mythology by Pastor John Mark Comer. And this will also be a four-part series. So actually, Moni, you introduced this to me and I'm like, you know what, relationships? What? Seriously? Let's go talk about it. You know, we're teenagers. <laughs> Hopefully other teenagers are also listening to us. And if they ever need advice, mm-hmm. well, hey, not even just teenagers, but, you know, adults grown-ups, elderly people, or, you know, whoever's listening to us, right? Um, could you la- elaborate about yeah, Loveology? Yeah, sure. So I love this book so much. Uh, my discipleship leader actually introduced me to the book, and we read it together, and it changed my view of how I view relationships. Like, mm-hmm. it was, it just transformed it so much. Um, so I'm so excited to, like, talk about it on the podcast, and basically just an overall summary, it shows God's heart for relationships. Um, It shows his heart for relationships with romance, um, in a marriage, in the dating world, with friendships, with our family members, just relationships all across the globe. You know, it shows God's heart for it and how he wants us to develop and how he wants us to respond in love and all of those different relationships using scripture to base it off of. So definitely excited to dive into that. Isn't it amazing how everything just connects with each other like literally yes full circle exactly Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and once again we'll try our very best to post often we've just been really busy with college and our like our lives we (laughs) -hmm. will literally we will try it but once again our dms are always opened yeah um literally send us any prayer requests um or any ideas of what you guys would like to listen on the podcast yeah definitely we are your ideas or feedback or, or, or improvements mm-hmm. for us, you know, it's really important for us to hear. Right. And Oh, one excited update. I almost forgot to say uh, our <laughs> po- podcast is now available on Apple podcasts. So just search <laughs> up Marimani. I know, right. Just search up Marimani and you'll find us. And then once again, follow us on Instagram at Marimani. You know, once again, DMs are always, if you want, up to you. No, really care. It's completely fine. You know, the same. Uh, plug plug but uh anyways um yeah i guess we're just going to end it and once again take care and stay tuned yours truly marimani